All right, what's going on, everyone? Jody Cameron, John Ritchie. It is uh, 94 WIP. Great to be with you off and rolling this uh, Tuesday morning. Well, a couple days removed, obviously, from the Eagles-Giants game and a day removed from the reaction to it yesterday on our show. And we got a lot to get into today. All of it with you on the phone lines. Of course, the NFL playoffs start on Saturday. The Eagles the following weekend. By the way, Flyers win last night. They're playing better. I don't know what's up with that, but they're playing better. Sixers back at it tonight. Maybe get Embiid back. So a lot to discuss. All of it with you on the phone lines. 215-592-9494. Richie Rich. Hi, Joe. Hello there, Jenny. The first computer mouse was made out of wood. The first computer mouse was made out of wood. What? That is weird. Invented in 1963 by a computer scientist at the Stanford Research Institute, and it was wood. Had a single button and a rolling ball. Uh... Okay, I don't know what to say to that. I that's strange. You don't get it, huh? No, I don't know. It's a mouse made out of wood. I, it's all. It's all I got. Is, is there a joke in here? <laughs> no, I'm just saying you don't yeah. understand. How it's possible. It it's just different. seems very odd. It just seems very, very. I mean, I'm also thinking about the kids listening right now. They're like, "What do you mean, mouses were invented in, in 1963? What? Why? Yeah, a lot of stuff is new in like the last 60 years, including you know, the prolification. What's the word of computers? What's the word I'm trying to go for? Proliferation. Proliferation of computers. How about the Eagles being 14-3? and They've never been 14-3 and before. How about that? You're right. How about that? All right, let's get into it here because i got to tell you, the dis- let me let me just make an opening. This is like if I was a lawyer, and I would be a great lawyer, by the way. By the way, I'd call myself an attorney because I think lawyer has negative connotation. I think attorney has a higher uh, connotation in society. You think so? Yes. Lawyer, lawyer, you can be a scumbag. Attorney, you got your act together. All right? <laughs> I would be right. a litigator. <laughs> All right, so here's how litigator. It's a good one, James. Here's the deal. If I was an attorney and I was standing in front of the jury and I had an opening statement and I wanted to start with a line to sum up how I feel about what's being discussed, I would say this line in relation to the Eagles and where we all are right now. I would say this. The discussion yesterday on our show – on WIP across the board and around town was too negative. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, it was just too negative. I mean, look, I get it. They're they're not a perfect team. I get it. They didn't finish in the most resounding fashion. I know it. I saw it. I agree with that. But it was an unwarranted level of concern. And I want to get into this today at 215-592-9494 to find out. It was an unwarranted. Listen, concern, warranted. But it was an unwarranted level of concern. John, it was too much. They're 14 and 3. They got the one seed. They got a great shot to win the Super Bowl. I mean, talk to me here, John. What, what are you thinking? What are you feeling as we obviously embark on a playoff journey? Here we are again. Eagles are back in the playoffs. They have a really great shot to go the distance. Now, look, they could get clipped in the NFC playoffs. I understand that that could happen, and I understand they are not playing their best football of the season. Matter of fact, in the last month, they played their worst football of the season. But I think the level, like, I would say at least half our calls yesterday were negative in nature. That's weird to me. Because that's what we watched. And I, I want to put a disclaimer on the front end of this. As rough, I, I think things have gotten rough. But as rough as things have gotten, this team still only needs to win two games at home to go right. to the promised land. Yeah. So. I'm not saying all is lost. Sure, I get you. But I am concerned, and you should be, and we all should be concerned, that we, as Eagle fans, have an overinflated perception of how good this Eagles team is right now. Because, in part of our, because of our record, 
you know, you bring up the 14 wins. I, I hear that. It's an amazing achievement. But we haven't played like that 14-win team in over a month. And momentum is what you talk about uh, this time of year. Which team is hot? We are the opposite of hot. We are, Our momentum screeched to a halt, and it feels like it feels like you are trying to wish it back rather than say, rather than taking what we've seen on the field and saying, "Holy cow, we have a lot to correct." How much of our faith in Nick and Shane and Jonathan, this coaching staff, is grown from how great the team looked when it miraculously stayed healthy? We were healthy. We were the healthiest team out there, and I, I don't have numbers to no, prove that. No, they were really healthy. But, yeah, but yeah. we had we had an incredible roster, and and guys were out there week after week, and that was for months of the season. Yeah. That was the first couple months of the year. How much of our how much of our faith in this coaching staff is grown from us blurring the line between what Howie has done and what this coaching staff. Do so you think it was a false sense of security to an extent? Absolutely. This roster dwarves most rosters in the NFL. And Nick was sort of like a, a chef in this high-class kitchen with, that was fully stocked with gourmet ingredients. And for months he was preparing these feasts that, that he just had like a, a, a thousand filet mignons in, in the fridge. Like you could just throw that out there. Now that he has to combine some, you know, less less desirable ingredients, the uh, is the meal is good? No, it's not. Well, it doesn't and, look as I get it. It doesn't look as good. But but here's the, here's what I'm getting at, John. There's a few different layers to it. And again, everyone can weigh in two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Your your reaction as as it is to not only the game Sunday and the way they finished the season, but also. The, the flow of negative commentary over the last, you know, 48 hours or so, whatever it's been. I, I think I just have a strong degree of belief, John, that hope. the Eagles. No, no, no I'm going to. No, I'm not going to say all hope. Have no, hope. I'm not going to say hope. I'm actually going to say belief that the Eagles will. Based on what you've seen the last month. Well, it's, y- it's based on what I saw in the first three. I think Jalen Hurts. But that's, that's a different. That's a different era. Th- things change quickly in the NFL. You, you you know you you divide this season up into quarters yeah. at least you used to sure. when there were sixteen games. Our final quarter has been our worst quarter, and now we're entering you know overtime essentially, yeah. and we are we well, are not operating at, at full speed at full strength. No, no, that is true. Look, I, I will say this. Here's a fact that um, we stumbled upon about, uh, gosh, I don't know, about two months ago that. And, John, I think you were the one that brought it to the show that did grab my attention and did concern me when you said it and still concerns me. When you arrived at that fact that the last team in the NFL to win a Super Bowl, that in that season was the last team to lose a game in the regular season, meaning you get to 6-0 or 7-0 or 8-0 and you're the first – excuse me, you're the last team. The last remaining undefeated. The last remaining undefeated. Good way to put it. The last time the team that was the last remaining undefeated squad won the Super Bowl was back in 2006 with the Indianapolis Colts, which obviously is a generation ago. It's a long time ago at this point. And so that does, that does garner my attention. And I get how it doesn't 
necessarily matter if you're six and zero or seven and zero or eight and zero or ten and one or eleven and one or twelve and one. It is about ultimately when you play the playoffs. It's about how you're playing at that moment. Now you have the advantage of home field advantage, which you get by going six and zero and seven and zero and eight and zero and ten and one and eleven and one and twelve and one. So you do have the advantage of home field advantage, and the Eagles, to their credit, have secured that advantage. By week, two home games. It's a beautiful thing. They do have to sharpen up. I, yes, John, I do have hope, but I also, this is just me, I have a strong degree of belief that they will be able to get their act together. Let's find out where everyone stands at 215-592-9494. There's no doubt there was a lot of concern expressed yesterday on our show, on the other shows here on WIP, and obviously just you know me talking to friends around town. It's very obvious. It's in the air. There was a, a strong stream of negativity and concern. Um, was it a warranted level of concern? Or, or has the chatter gotten a little little too much? I'll, I'll just say this in the right to the phones. I think sometimes we lose perspective as Philly sports fans. And the reason <laughs> is because we're Philly sports fans. And so we are intense. We are passionate. We are attention to detail oriented. We're also accustomed to heartbreak. And I think a lot of people are already starting to brace themselves. Oh, my God. It's going to be like losing to the Bucks again all over. Oh, two. It's going to be Kawhi shots. Oh, my God, it's going to go in. Well, listen, maybe. Maybe that'll happen. But I think there's a really good chance the Eagles are headed to the Super Bowl. I think there's a very good chance the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl. Let's go to the phones and find out what people think about sort of what's been in the air here the last couple days and to a certain extent because of the last couple weeks. 215-592-9494. Chris in Ocean City kicks us off. Hi, Chris. Good morning, everybody. Morning, Chris. What's up, Chris? So, I've been going back and forth over the last week or so about my confidence level, and I came to the conclusion this morning that we're going to be fine, and everything's great, and people just need to chill. And so, I'm going to give you some reasons why. And so, Go for it. Uh, the first couple are that there's a reason why Sirianni's in the running for Coach of the Year, and there's a reason why Gannon and Steichen are getting head coaching interviews. It's because they know what they're doing, and this is a damn good team. And if you give them two weeks of focused preparation on a limited potential number of opponents, I think they're going to be able to scheme together a pretty formidable game plan. And then more than anything, I'm encouraged by CJ coming back on the defense. I think having him in the slot and doing double duty, playing safety and base, is going to pay huge dividends for our D. And having our hungry veterans in the likes of Slay and Bradbury and CJ who are pining for that Super Bowl combined with experienced vet leadership like with Linval and Fletch and Sue who have been there, they know what it's going to take. And I don't see Daniel Jones, Geno Smith, or uh, Dak Prescott coming into the link and doing damage against our D. And then with Jalen, I think that his continued ability to get healthier and his mobility is going to open everything up for the offense and mitigate any drop off from Lane to Driscoll. So I think with the two Well, hold on, Chris, let me hold on, let me just stop you there. Jalen's okay. amazing, but he can't solve everything. I mean, he can't make Driscoll look like Lane. Just to just to be clear. And by the way, Lane will probably play, but but Hurts also can't make uh, an an injured banged up Lane look like a not injured banged up Lane. I mean, there is going to be there's going to be a drop off there. Yes, there will be times Hertz. I'm sure will scoot around the right side because the guy will break through and might get past Lane, and and then Jalen makes it look okay. But he's going to be under a certain degree of duress because this offensive line 
is is let's be fair. It's not playing its best, probably not playing its best football in the last year and a half. They're incredibly lopsided. This offensive line. It, in terms, what do you of, mean by that? Uh, run blocking compared to pass right. blocking. We are so much better at the run blocking, and you can sort of cover that up by doing the play action stuff because, and that's that's our mo. But we've got a serious deficiency when we have to just line up and throw it. And, and I'll talk about that later. Yeah, no, no problem. I mean, it's been very obvious that the pass protection has not been great lately. Let's go to Bob in Williamstown. Hi, Bob. Hey, guys. How are you? Great, Bob. I, I feel a little uncomfortable about this, but, Joe, I, believe, I agree with you 100%. So, um, well, well, first off, just so you know, I mean, that <laughs> always, <smart> <laughs> always puts people on the right side of, of the world. I'm smart today because I'm on your side. <laughs> exactly right. So here's my thinking. And then at, at the end, I have uh, a stat that dis- that not disputes, but kind of goes 180 degrees different from John's last undefeated team standing. Okay. <clears throat> so the most the laziest comment that I've heard since the game was over was the Eagles are going to be one and done. It's disgusting and it's lazy. And I'll tell you why I think that. Someone tell me who the one is going to be to make us done. Is it going to be the Dallas Cowboys who are one and three and we play in their fourth yeah. third game in a row? Look, I don't think they're going to be one and done. It could happen, Bob. I think the, where it really does start getting scary is when so they play. That, right? It's when they play the 49ers. I mean, that's right. Well, yeah, but I'm, I'm agreeing that. Yeah. One, one and done is one unlikely. And done thing that bothers me. Sure. Is it going to be the eight and nine Tampa Bay Bucks that wouldn't have been made in the playoffs in any other division unless they were there? No. It, it, it just doesn't make sense to me that people just want to throw out one and done and have nothing to back it up at all. Well, uh, well hold, on, hold on, Bob. Let, I will actually back – look, I don't think too many people are saying one and done, but let me just address that. There's two aspects that demonstrate one and done is possible. I don't think it's likely, and I don't think oh, it's, it's very possible. likely. But, Bob, t- two things. Num- number one, the Eagles lost at home to a team that missed the playoffs that finished – with a worse record than those squats. Just for what it's worth, I mean, Washington came in here in November and beat them. So there is that history. And, and number two, I, look, I saw a lot of Bucks games this year, and they were not impressive. But I've seen right. enough of Brady to know we shouldn't just assume that he uh, couldn't, uh, listen, that he couldn't and, rise and up not, and play a good 60 I'm minutes. I'm not. It's, it's just that when people throw it out in absolute, this team's going to be one and done. I've, I've heard it a million times in the last two days. And I just don't see a team that's playing well enough. And sure, we're, we're, John is 100% correct. We're not playing as well as we did in, in the beginning. But you can't discount the fact that we are also going to be the healthiest team in the National Football League going into our first game. We're going to have all 22 starters outside of Maddox play in that playoff game. Now, is Lane going to be as good as he was? Probably not. Is Jalen going to be as good as he was? We don't know. But we're going to have 21 or 22 starters, and no other team could say that. We have a week off, and we're home. Now, with the undefeated team thing, in the Super Bowl era, three teams, I'm sorry, 13 teams have been have won 10 games in a row or more to end the season. Okay. Only three have won the Super Bowl. Wow. Obviously, the Dolphins in the 70s, the Raiders in the 70s, and the 2003, which is long, longer ago than the 2008 that John goes to, uh, New England Patriots. So any stat that you can give one way, you can give the other way. Here's my – okay, so listen, Bob, that is interesting. I will say this and appreciate the call. John, here's my retort to that fact. T- 
teams that get the one seed often don't need to win 10 in a row to end the season. And a lot of times they will sit their players at the end of the year, which probably prevents yeah. the winning streaks. Sure. Yeah. And they get the one seed, and then those teams often go on and win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I get his point, but there, there's, a, there's a counter to that. I just – I think it's not that complicated. The teams that look the best right now are, you, you know, at the end of the year that, that look like they've got their stuff together and they, and they are healthy. And, they, you know, if they've had guys injured, they, they've gotten them back and now they're, you know, re – in, in, introduced into things and, and they're yeah. and they're hitting on 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 all cylinders. You know, like they're, well, they're a machine that's, just, that's working at peak performance. We are not. For what it's worth, we have a sensational example in the last three months in sports. Mm-hmm. Exactly, the Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah, you can't you can't have a better example of a team that did not find its stride for six months. And found its stride in the seventh month, and damn well almost won the whole thing, and did win its lick. And I mean, James, you know, like June first, when Girardi got fired on what was it, the second or the first, yeah, whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, for two months the Phillies were a disaster. Not bad, they were a disaster. They were horrendous. And then thereafter, while they did hit a stride with Rob Thompson, it wasn't enough that they became a great team in the we regular didn't season. Know- they were making the playoffs to the last series of the season. Correct. Like we were, we were out. You guys said they shouldn't celebrate. Like we Correct. were that far out on that Phillies team, and then they came within two games of winning the World Series. Yeah, it's a great point. Joe. So you know, take it, take it for what it's worth. Let's talk. To, uh, by the way, Twitter poll question of the day. You know, the Bucks were just referenced, so we'll we'll pose this Twitter poll question of the day to you. Um, we know there's a good chance the Eagles will play the winner of the Cowboys Bucks game. Now it's not definitive. If Seattle wins their game, the Eagles will play Seattle. If the Eagle, if the uh, Giants win their game and Seattle loses their game, then the Eagles will play the Giants. Those things could happen, but are more unlikely than likely. Chances are the Eagles will play the winner of the Cowboys-Bucks game. So we ask you this question. Who would you rather see the Eagles play in the second round of the playoffs? The Dallas Cowboys or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Either of which is a juicy game for very different reasons and debatable about which team is more beatable and which team is more losable to and all that for, again, very different reasons. But we'll just pose the open-ended question to you. Who would you rather see the Eagles play in the second round, Dallas or Tampa? You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. Certainly you can weigh in on the phone lines as well. Let's talk to Warren in Gwinnett Valley. Hi, Warren. Hey, Joe. Hey, John. Thanks for taking my calls. Always appreciate it. Um, I just have to say that um, that the the concern is warranted because my name is Warren, so it is warranted that we Ooh. have concern over the Eagles. Okay, that's that's not debatable. Put your name on it. Yep, I put my name on it. Um, <laughs> yeah, and Joe, you know how I I was thinking that the feeling of of the concern is, I'm thinking of the hammer when he goes back into that soundproof booth booth mm-hmm. and then he's walking down the aisle and he's nervous as to you know what the um the, the other contestant did as far as how many uh, questions he answered correctly and it, that nerve building up on that walk down to the booth before you start answering your questions is what it feels like before the eagles take the field yeah look i get you i mean i'm not saying we're not going to be nervous and i'm not saying they can't lose um 
But but using your analogy, Warren, don't I usually win? Um, I don't, well, let me use another analogy. Okay. This is a brand new season where everybody's equal, and the past record. I don't care if you're two hundred and three, you know, two hundred thirteen yes. or what. So. With two exceptions. That's a great point. Oh, no, it is a good point. 14 That's wins means point. nothing at this point. Hold on. Except it means you've got to buy. Except buy at home. Buy at home. I mean, those, pretty, those are pretty important but, but, things. But, but, okay, <laughs> but Warren, I, I'll agree with what James just said. Let's take the Eagles-Falcons game in 2017. That was a fairly evenly played game. Could have gone either way. Do I think the Eagles being at home helped them win that game? Heck, freaking yeah, yeah I do. Absolutely. I think in a close game, having the home field advantage helped them. Well, let's move it up. Let's say, is it Dallas or is it um, is it uh, Tampa Bay? And I would pick Dallas over Tampa Bay because I have a problem with our secondary, the way we're getting burned in the zone, in the um, you know playing zone instead of man to man. So, if, if I was going to pick, you know, where we're weakest, I'd say it's there. I'd say Jalen is fine, but I'm more concerned Could about. Be. The quarterback coming in, um, yeah. so I would pick. Just know, uh, Warren. Dak just over. Yeah, just what, know. What? Just know with Gardner Johnson back, I think you'll see more man in the playoffs, which which hopefully will lead to more interceptions. Which obviously they got when Gardner Johnson was playing than not. I mean, we, that, that, we would hope so, but yeah. but Slay has been like you were just saying. He's he's been nowhere, and and our zone's been picked apart game after game after game. So. Um, until it's like you guys say, until you can prove you can stop it, that's where they're going to attack us. All right, Warren, appreciate the call. I mean, John, is he right? I, you know, I know you're of the mindset that they're going to teams are going to attack by running the ball more than passing the ball. You know, relatively speaking, meaning they're going to try to establish the ground game. Yeah, I think you have to play keep away if you're playing the Eagles to keep the ball out of Jalen's hands and. Uh, that the best way to accomplish that is to chew clock and, and yeah. run the ball, and and we have shown vulnerability. Hey, there. let me let me ask you a question because you know I'm watching the national title game last night, and I'm just curious. Uh, you know, saw Nicobe Dean there. Um, didn't see Jordan Davis. Maybe he was there. Jordan Davis's rookie regular season was it a disappointment? Yeah. Yeah, I think it, I think you could say the injury played a big role in it because he did seem like he was getting better and then it kind of derailed his season, a lower body injury to a guy that size. But I do think on the whole you have to look at it and say yeah. I mean, I tend to think it's yeah. I mean, here's the thing. We know enough about nose tackles or interior linemen to know that, you know, we're, 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 we're following the football. We're not usually looking too much about what that guy's doing. He's obviously eating out multiple dudes. And, and you can have an impact even if you are limited on the stat sheet. I mean, there's a ton of examples of that. Right? Goose, Vince, Woolfork, all sorts of guys. I also but, think – But but it didn't feel like – He was dominant. Anyway. It didn't feel like you saw any of that Well, we talked stuff. about it too. I also think he kind of just didn't get a chance to play as much because they because when he got hurt, they brought in Joseph and Sue, and those guys played well, and they earned their spots. Right. They earned the reps in sure. front of him. So we kind of, because the injury kind of derailed the whole thing. But even John, before the injury, you know, he was only playing about 20 snaps a game, which has got to tell you something about what the coaching staff thought. Remember when the season started, he was our fifth D tackle and he played the fifth most of all the D tackles. Right. That's the very first game of the year. And then other guys got injured. He got a little bit more time, but then he himself got injured. We brought in the two veterans, yeah. and now he's right back where he started, the fifth D tackle, 
and the snaps indicate that. Yeah, I mean, I'm rooting like heck for the guy. I, I just, watching the national title game last night and knowing that Georgia's defense had won the prior year and part of the reason they won is because of him. He was one of many spectacular players. It just, it struck me. I sort of was doing a retrospective on a season. I thought, well, listen, a lot went great this year, but I wouldn't say Jordan Davis's year one was, you know, it, 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 I would not put it in the great category. And I don't know that I'd put it in the in the good category, frankly. 215-592-9494. Your reaction all show to everything we're discussing. We'll talk to Mike Quick at 11 o'clock today. Rocky Calls All Show. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. No, I think I played that the right way, right? You nailed it. Wait for the, what do they call that? Like the, the hook? Drop, the, the hook. The hook, the drop. Yeah. Uh, great job by you. Well done by me. Radio DJ pro that I am. By the way, I'm not such a pro today. And I got to say, frankly, I stink. Um, so, John, you'll remember, and James, you'll clearly remember, um, about two years ago, and it was one of the great calls. I mean, really, if you think about it, in the history of Philadelphia Sports Talk Radio, which goes back hardcore about 40 years. Um, very few have ever seen it before others saw it the way I did when I told everyone Carson stunk. I mean, because Carson... Carson Wentz is horrible. Yeah, he stinks, right? He stinks. Remember that? He stinks. Uh, John, today, um, I hate to report, but I am a man of honor. I am a man of honor, and I have to report today, John, I stink. And the reason I stink is I woke up this morning, and I don't know why, no hot water. No hot water, no shower. No shower, I stink. So, Richie, just know in advance, if you catch any, you know, uh, drift of odor, just mm. know I would refer I to it as noticed. not my fault. Well, yeah, good. I'm glad you haven't noticed because yeah. Yeah, generally I'm a, I'm a hygiene-filled human. I think it's the other way. What's I think that? It's just, it's just the normal smell, right? Maybe it is. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe John's nose is just having an like off day. Skin. John does have a, a, a an intense nose. He does. It's big, really wild sometimes, big, man. He does. Well-working nose. Someone, someone help me out, though. So what's the deal? Like, help what, me out. Well, get you a shower? Well, you want some that? What do you water? need here? I, I don't know. I go in the bathroom and wipe yourself down? I don't know. Yeah, what was your... What was your course of action? Well, my Did course of nothing. Like a... I'm going to make a phone call on a commercial break. But I mean, it was I wasn't <laughs> going to deal with it at you know 7:45 a.m. 8, 8 a.m. Oh. I mean, I was you know let let people let the powers that be have their mornings and deal with it as we move toward the late morning and afternoon. I don't know, but the cold water was working. Yeah. Turn the faucet on. So what's I don't know what the well. if anyone's an expert out there knows what what the deal is. I I could use a little direction here. Let's go to the phones. 215-592-9494. Hey, yes, sir. I wanted to uh, add, I, I learned something else about you okay. compared to Paul Ritter. I have Paul Ritter here in studio with us uh, from Taste of Cake, CEO of Taste of Cake. Yes, go ahead, John. Paul has been at uh, Fantasy Camp. Yes, he has. Paul, You do a lot of boasting about your, what was your uh, average, your batting average? Well, I'd have to check the ad- average. My own base percentage was 500. Yeah, yeah he doesn't tell us his average because he always no, just I'd have, I got it in here somewhere. I just got to find I learned that Paul's, it is what it is. Paul's two thirty something. Guys, Kyle whatever. Schwerber had a batting average of like two ten last year. Oh, yeah, you had forty six homers. No, no, no? forty six okay. homers, but I had a lot of walks. I walk. I'm like Ricky, <laughs> dude. I'm like the Ricky Henderson of fantasy camp. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. the perfect yeah. comp. I learned there. that Paul's numbers were better than yours. I don't know that right. to be true. I, I, I that seems like a, well, a fallacy. I mean, that's we talked to Paul. Okay, well, I'm glad you talked. Paul's to Paul. numbers were significantly better than yours, and he got two gold gloves. 
Yeah, over like over like twenty five years. I've been there twice. All right, <laughs> give me give me twenty three more He's years. Been there seven oh, Paul, years. Oh, here he is. Paul saying seven years. All right, Paul, seven years. So the numbers, the 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 raw batting numbers. What what do you have, Paul? Are you were six hundred? Just, just shy of six hundred. Six six hundred. But I bat for average, not for power. I know okay. Joe's a power hitter. No, I'm not a power hitter. Trust yeah, me. I'm I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm slapstick up there. I'm, me too. I'm like if I get it through the infield, I feel pretty good. No, I, I mean, I got skills, and obviously I demonstrated that uh, with, with great great success. Let's go to the phones. Let's talk to our buddy Dennis in Springfield. Good morning, Dennis. Yo, good morning, gang. Yeah, usually, uh, Joe, when I have water in my house, but none of it's hot, it's a problem with my water heater. Yeah, I thought that. I mean, you know, it's, and I don't know if you have a basement or not, but if you got water in your basement, that's where it's coming from. So I rent, I rent from an owner in a an apartment complex. So I don't know if it's the apartment complex's issue or if it's specific to my apartment. I don't know. I'm hoping it's the whole apartment complex and they can fix it by the time I get home today. So. Okay, let me get now, now, now to the Eagles. Uh, and I'm just going to do this. The Eagles, who they may play, and, and my little peeve with the Niners. Okay. Uh, Jalen Hurts is fourteen and one. Uh, the Eagles are fourteen and three. If you want to beat the Eagles, you better hope they turn it over, because Jalen Hurts specifically, and the Eagles in general, when Hurts plays, they don't turn it over. And to me, that's huge in a playoff game. Very big. Very big. I, I, enormous. And and as far as the Eagles not being hot right now, uh, did I miss something? Is does Dallas look good? Does Tampa look good? No, but but he, he, we know who does. San Fran looks great. We know the Chiefs look great. We think the Bills look great. So you, well, you know, just for what it's worth, and okay, the and the Bengals, get, yeah. If we get to the Chiefs, I'm happy. I mean, we're in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I get it. And, and as far as the uh, the legend of Brock Purdy goes. <clears throat> He's six and zero as a starter. If anybody wants to look at the quarterbacks that the Niners have played in that run of mm. six of six wins, they have played nobody. I'll check it out. Nobody. And and, and if you and and if you think I have Brock it up, Purdy, you but if you think Brock Purdy's going to come in here in an <laughs> NFC Championship game and outplay Jalen Hurts. I don't see it. Dennis, can you please tell Seltzer to never again use the phrase on the air, I have it up if you want it. <laughs> oh, man. I, <laughs> I mean, for I, the love of God, Seltzer. I definitely, wow. I definitely want God. it. That's good work by you right there. No, man. I mean, jeez. Anyway. Like audio. All right, Dennis, we'll, we'll check that out. Appreciate the call. So, James, what are we looking at here? Who Who's San Fran played under Purdy? So, all right, by the I'm, way, let me just say their defense was legit. Before all Purdy season. got in there. I mean, yeah, they, they have one of the two or three best defenses in football. Maybe the best. They have a great defense. All right, go ahead, Jim. All right, so Arizona with David Blau this past game. Okay. Uh, Jared, so you're going reverse order. I'm going reverse order. Okay. Jared Stidham in Las Vegas. He played well against him, but Jared Stidham. Okay. Uh, Washington. Uh, that was was that the Carson Wentz game, I believe. I don't know. I think Carson was Heineke start, and then yeah, Wentz came in. I think so. Uh, Seattle, so Geno Smith, who they'll play again. Yep. Uh, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady. Yeah. Yep. And Miami, I believe without Tua. Let me double check this one. I'm not sure if Tua is. Yeah, he was in and out a few times. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, look at the, the last the six games. quarterbacks that we've played against. Dak is the one who's impressive. Sometimes. It's a fair point, though. I mean, you know, he has not beaten great quarterbacks. No, but he's also not playing against the quarterback. He's playing against the defenses. No, I'd be, I know. I'd be, I know. you know, for what it's worth. Look, could you imagine, John, if this guy starts his career ten and zero, wins Super Bowl? 
I mean, that would be the be... first to ever do it. Oh, I would yeah. I certainly think well, he would be the be. first rookie to win the Super Bowl, period, much less <laughs> 10 in a row. Yeah, <laughs> undefeated. Exactly. Ridiculous. Hey, we had to give away today a $50 uh, Burger King gift card. Uh, Coke Zero Sugar is now available at Burger King. Have it your way with a uh, Whopper sandwich, BK Royal crispy chicken, or chicken fries. And don't forget the fries or onion rings. Get a nice cold Coke Zero Sugar at participating Burger King restaurants. Well, I got to tell you, double whammy last night of a joke. And it, it revolves around the college football national championship game, which I watched almost every second of. I gave up finally with about seven or eight minutes left in the game. But for those that missed it, it was as non-competitive as you'll ever see in a championship round. Georgia won 65-7. The game was a joke. But what's a joke on top of the joke of Georgia winning 65-7 to is, ladies and gentlemen, and you guys, I got actually got to stand for this one. Hold on, I got to, because this one bothers me. Ladies and gentlemen, once again of the jury, this is exhibit A of why the college football playoffs should not be expanded to 12 teams. I mean, we got four teams, and one of them loses by 58 points. Let's invite eight more teams. Guys, there are some things in life I'm wrong about. I admit that. Not many, but a couple things I'm wrong about. This is not one of them. You cannot be participation trophy denier. I don't like them. And then say, let's expand the playoffs. It's a joke. Anyway, I just had to get it off my chest because I watched that three hours of slop last night, and I could not help but thinking not only is this game a joke, but where college football. Oh, yeah, let's invite teams 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, and 12. All right, I've got it off my chest. Thank you. John, as we give away the Burger King gift card, we take a catch of breath really here. Right there, out. you really went for it. No, there. because it drives me bananas. I mean, I'm, I'm a little worried. Because you guys that. know I talk about that topic with frequency across different sports, different levels of sports. I mean, how can you think college football should go to 12 teams when the team that was deemed one of the top four loses by 58 points? I mean, for the love of God. Anyway, John, give me something else that's a joke. Best answer by the end of the show. Whoever comes up with it is going to win the uh, Burger King gift card. So it can be sports, non-sports, something in society that's yeah. a joke. What do you got? And by the way, hey. look, looking for, you know, everyday type answers. I mean, obviously we know there's a lot of yeah. heavy stuff out there in society, but but things like this where we're just kind of kind of just kicking it around. John, give me give me a thought. It is illegal to be looking at your phone and doing phone stuff while you're driving, correct? It is, but ninety the enforcement of, of that people don't. is a joke every day, every day. Yeah, hard to catch. While, I guess so. Yeah. It must be hard to catch, but I see it every day. It's like the car I the, the car in front of me that's not going when the light turns green. <laughs> I can see them looking at their phone every single day okay there, there's a there's an instance where i am annoyed by that fact all right listen i mean I, you're right they certainly don't enforce it there's a lot that's not enforced seltzer give me something in life that is a joke the dallas cowboys well you know what <laughs> they they have been for a long while wasn't it david acres that say they gotta uh, get a rag to dust off their trophies yeah, or something it's yeah. been so long it's a good line by acres thank you all right, so uh, give us a great answer here. What is a joke? Best answer by the end of the show, you win the gift card. Let's talk to Dan in Philadelphia. Hi, Dan. Hey, boys. How are we today? Doing well, Dan. Listen, let's be honest. The easiest and least painful if we were to lose would be Tampa Bay box, right? The, um, what, do you mean the, what do you mean the easiest? The, that would be the easiest road to the Super Bowl. 
if, if we play a team. Well, the easiest road to the Super Bowl is to play Seattle. Well, I, right, but that's not going to happen. Unlikely um, to happen. I think the Giants could happen. I think the Giants could beat Minnesota. That's possible. But I, but I think the most satisfying yet would be the most excruciating pain if we lost is the Cowboys. Correct. I agree, I agree with that. So it's like I, I was thinking today, I don't know what feels better or feels worse. Beating the Cowboys feels better, or does it hurt? I would rather – does it hurt more to lose to them as opposed to beating them? Just- well, I, I hear you. And, see, this is part of what makes the question, a Twitter poll question, you know, intriguing. You know, who would you rather see the Eagles play? There's multiple levels of why you could answer it. It could be what you think is the more, more likely team for the Eagles to beat. There's the scenario of who's it more fun to play. There's the scenario of who's it more fun to, to beat. There's the scenario of, you know, who are you more afraid they could lose to? I mean, there's a lot of different ways to go there. I'm not afraid of losing the Cowboys, but, you know, obviously there's always a possibility. I yep. just think that would be the most painful avenue. Of course uh, it I, would. I, yeah, it would I awful. would need a new TV. I just, let me put it that way. It would, listen, I, I think we'd have to go into therapy, honestly. I, as a, <laughs> no, as a Philadelphia sports fan, if we had to rev up for the 2023 season for six months knowing that the Eagles – had this glorious regular season and lost in their first playoff game to Dallas. I mean, we'd be seeing Dr. Melfi. That'd be a disaster. And, and all, the, all the cockroaches would be crawling all over the city, and it would just be terrible. Yeah, it'd be bad. All right, Dan, give me a great answer, man. What's a joke? Here's a joke that I just sat on Ticketmaster for t- uh, 45 minutes in a queue to finally get my turn to then be pushed into a verified ticket resale. If they don't have any more tickets to sell, and don't put me into a verified ticket resale and have me wait that entire time. All right, you're going the system there. It's a good the answer, ticket actually. buying system. I agree with him. There's some stuff that's really aggravating when you I, get into I stuff think, like that. Yeah, I think like I think it's horrible a lot of that stuff what they do and how they do it. It's it's not good. Yeah, I don't know all the the twists and turns. I know this. What what came to mind for me when he said it is John like when you when you call, I don't know, some company, whatever company it might be, and you want to speak to a human and they won't let you get to the human. And eventually, they just cut you off. Like they literally yeah, hang, they, up they'll on hang up on you. They hang up it on you. It drives me crazy. I mean, it's I'll so just hit like zero, zero, zero. Lot. Whatever I have to do, I'll be like representative, yeah. and they'll say to get you to a representative, give us this representative, and, it, and they'll just shut. And then finally, it says worse. goodbye. And yeah. they just... sometimes they don't even say goodbye. Sometimes it just clicks yeah. off, and you. Oh. It really and you got to start. Oh anew. my god! Let's go to Chris and Berwin. Hi, Chris. Morning, gentlemen. How are we? Doing well, Chris. You know, you were talking about the, the national title game last night, and I haven't seen a beatdown like that since the final beat the hammer last year when Wes Smith <laughs> laid it down on the on the camera. Oh, wow. Wes freaking Smith, <laughs> I man. forgot Wes Smith. <laughs> that guy, man. The bane of my existence. You know, do, do, I got um, questions wrong. Chris, do you know that he actually submitted himself to Sports Illustrated to try to become Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year? You know that? Yeah, he was one of the final three, I that, heard. That he's loser. He's a top three finalist yeah, for it's, it's it. He him, just it's, lost out to Messi. It was yeah, close. him, Messi, and I don't know. My voice just cracked, by the way. We heard. Yeah, <laughs> not good. All right, Chris, talk to me. Eagles, what do you got? All right, so uh, the team I'd rather play between Dallas or Tampa is Dallas because, I mean, number one, Brady. I mean, I know Tampa has been awful this year and in the atrocious position, but Brady excels in the short game. Getting the ball out quickly, under what, like two seconds? He does. He's always fastest in the league at that. Well, we would be able to, to get to him in some situations because their line is decimated by injuries. His ability to 
know, nip this, pick, pick apart against zones, or even if we do play man, we never play press, we play off coverage. So that would be my concern there. Plus, uh, Tampa's got a little bit better defense uh, uh, secondary uh, than Dallas. So that's why I'd rather play the, um, okay. Dallas than Tampa. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Chris, uh, give me a great answer here, man. What's the joke? Uh, you saying that you have a better um, on-base percentage than fantasy camp. <laughs> Listen, facts are facts, man. Hot today. I mean, fan, fan. <laughs> oh, for the love of God. Let's talk to Erica right now. Hi, Erica. Good morning, guys. How you doing this morning? Doing well, Erica. All right. So I am the fan that will always complain about the Eagles, like wow. for things like our special teams this year. The whole season, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Playing like trash. Substa- substandard. With that said – Yeah, everyone needs to take a deep breath. Everyone's saying, oh, the last four games. Well, first of all, we were really healthy, like, the whole year, and our team is a great team. But then you got a bunch of guys getting hurt. You got Jalen going out. Then, you know, you got Minshew coming in, and we're sitting here hoping he'll play like last year. I think he's a great guy with an awesome personality. He played like trash, okay? So we've lost three games, and two of them were with our backup quarterback. With me. That's pretty irrelevant. And then Jalen comes back in. I was at the game on Sunday. And what I saw was a team come in there and say, let's get this win. Let's get our draft pick. Let's win the division. Let's get home field advantage for the playoffs. But let's also get out of here without getting in. I agree. I really Spe- specific don't think to Hertz. We were playing with our full intensity, and I think it was intentional. I totally and agree, Erica. All right, and I, that was kind of all I had to say about that. Yep, it's it's on point. All right, you said it better than I did it yesterday when I was trying to tell Richie the same thing. Erica, give me a great answer. What's a joke? <laughs> Tom Brady, the man went and retired like the goat and came back and his team is trash. He lost his hot supermodel wife and, you know, he just needs to just, you know, accept the fact that he's old and kind of, you know, retreat and, <laughs> wow. and go away. <laughs> Erica, let me ask Erica, I want to ask you a question and I want you to give me an honest answer. Okay, honest answer. Okay. Do you wish in 1999 the Eagles had drafted Tom Brady? No, I hate the man. He's a cheater. Well, actually, two, and a two, weirdo 2000. And, like, was it 2000? 2000. <laughs> I think it was. 2000. All right, so I it's mean, a no. Yeah, if you want to win, but no, nah, I don't like his attitude. Okay. So it's an official no. In, in 2000 was that, Jeff. You wish the Eagles had – you're glad the Eagles did not draft him. I mean – Come on! I, I, no, no, hold on, hold on. I'm going. I'm going. Tom Cruise here. I want the truth. Uh, I think oh. you just got it. <laughs> He's a cheater. Terrible attitude. He's screaming at the ref. He's screaming at everyone. He's throwing iPads. Like Jalen is like smooth, cool. Yeah, but remember who's played? Who's played? Remember who's played since then? We had some Sam Bradford in there. We had some Vince Young. We had some Mike McMahon. Brady with Andy is an interesting hypothetical. Mm, could have happened. Yeah. They had, oh, oh, I don't know, six different chances <laughs> to draft them. I think it's possible that Erica would like the fire, the throwing of the, the iPad. Oh, yeah. We love The him. competitiveness that yeah. he shows and demonstrates every single game. It doesn't matter who it's against. I don't know why last night I was randomly thinking about Brady's career, and I know you guys know I'm a I'm a Brady you know you just fan. sit back and think about Brady sometimes on your own time. So watching that national title game, somehow I drifted into Brady conversation in my brain, and I thought, 
25 years ago, 35 years ago growing up, I never conceived of the concept of a quarterback winning seven Super Bowls and getting to 10. It was, I mean, Montana was the gold standard. He was four for four. He was four for four. He wasn't seven. He wasn't seven out of 10. Now, I, I know a lot of people don't like Brady, but his accomplishments are nuts, man. They're incredible. Uh, let's talk right now to Jeff in Wilmington. Hi, Jeff. Hey, guys. How you doing? Doing well, Jeff. Um, so, John, yesterday you were bringing up um, – you brought it up to me and a couple other callers in a nutshell that you don't think it's easy for the team to just turn it on after playing conservative uh, the other day and just, you know, with Minshew playing and the team not hitting on all cylinders. But I'll, I'll push back on it with this. They do it every year from the time they leave training camp until they start the regular season. The starters hardly ever play in training camp. They don't mm -hmm. hit that much. But yet they come out at the beginning of the season, and especially this year, they were hitting on all cylinders. So, and I, they were healthy. I don't. I do think. I do think part of look. I, I think Erica's point is a good one. The intensity was not where it needed to be, but we're also banged up at critical positions. You know, part of the offensive well, line's problem is that they're not healthy at right yeah. tackle, and they're trying to, you know, make do with lesser players. And that's my only concern right now, actually, is Lane Johnson. His injury is probably the most crucial of all the ones that they have and probably the one that's going to be the toughest to get fully healthy from. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah because you have to have surgery to get healthy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But in, in, a nut, in, in basically, I'm, I'm pretty confident, and then there's a couple callers that said before, you know, who, who were, who's going to come in here and beat us? I mean, none of these other teams, other than the 49ers with their defense, None of these other teams, you know, I, I don't think they have a shot. I didn't think the commanders had a shot either. Yeah, they, Jeff, those teams got a shot. They might not have a great shot, but they got a shot, man. Yeah. I mean, to, to John's so point, would, Eagles lost to Washington. You know what I mean? I'd rather have Tampa Bay here than Dallas because okay. I hope Dallas gets beat in the first round. I don't want them <laughs> anywhere near. Jeff, give me a great answer, man. What's a joke? The idea that you want to run for president. <laughs> Okay. I mean, great answer. That is a super answer. I'm just looking at just absurd. Just looking to help out my fellow man and fellow woman. I mean, I I don't know what's wrong with that, but you know, if you want to, just remember this: everyone that's run for president, you know, people around them probably. Ah, you, come on, that's ridiculous. What do you mean you're going to run for president, Abe? Abe, no one knows you. You're some random guy. No well, one knows Abe you. Had, Abe random congressman been, or whatever yeah, it was, he right? Been he in was. Congress. He had been a congressman for two years. Mm -hmm. It's also the 1850s or whatever. Yeah. You know, 18 right. late 1850s. I mean, come on, well, man. Yeah. Abe, by the way, was 1860s, but that's okay. Well, he was president in 1860s. Uh, yes. We're talking about getting and running Congress, and the, the whole yes. thing and all that, right? He might even been back in the so 1840s. I was right about that, he was. Well, saying. it might even been the 40s. It was late 40s. Yeah, I think it was late 40s. He was in it in the 50s. It didn't stop. Can you name the war he was in, James? Uh. No. Yeah, I can't either. It's like the the, the Black Hawk or War or something. It's one of those one of those wars. It was very brief, very very brief. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. By the way, quick question: As Lane's injury came up, and it's similar to the injury I had, John, if if he had the injection in the groin that I had, who do you think dealt with it better? Meaning, who who probably screamed out uh, less? Lane Johnson. Did or you actually hammer? scream? I screamed. Wow. I screamed loud. <laughs> I screamed hard, and I screamed long.
That's it was real. John- a couple Warriors, Lane Johnson, Jody. Oh, Seltzer, yeah. I would have loved to have seen this this needle go in you to find out what would have happened. Then. I bet I would have handled it better than you if I had to bet. I, I'm positive. I don't I feel, know, I man. I feel very confident. <laughs> Joe <don't> says ow. <laughs> he say says ow. Yeah, like in life. He hits yeah. it like he bumps his, his like, knee ow. and says ow aloud. you going to do? Hey, coming up, we'll talk to Mike Quick. Uh, Mike, whose uh, record, of course, was passed by A.J. Brown. We'll get his thoughts on that. And talk about the Eagles as they move toward the playoffs. Also, we'll take a spin through the other uh, NFL playoff games with Mike. A lot to discuss. Coming up next, plus more calls in 94 WIP. Hey, NFL wildcard weekend is here. And the easiest way to get into the playoffs is with FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. Because new customers, you can join the day and get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Now, let me repeat that. It's a great deal. You place a $5 bet. Think about it. $5 bet. You get $150 in free bets guaranteed. That's an incredible deal, and that's when you sign up using promo code HAMMER with FanDuel Sportsbook. Promo code HAMMER with FanDuel. They've got all your favorite bets from money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, you got a chance at an even bigger payout with the same game parlay. And, of course, looking at the games this weekend, you got six different games to choose from. Wild Card Weekend, it's all there for you. Right there in the app, sign up. It's safe. It's secure. When you win, they'll get you paid fast. How fast? How about immediately upon the game ending? It's all there with FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 94WIP. So sign up using promo code HAMMER and make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook partner of the NFL.